Hello, and welcome to Answer 42, a podcast that temporarily knows it all. In this, my 42nd year of being alive, I've decided to harness all of the innate wisdom that I must now possess, albeit temporarily, and take stock of everything that I now know. Today is day 75 of this project. Today is also the 25th of October, and that means today you continue to harness your wisdom on a culture report. In other words, what's worth knowing about? So Netflix is notorious for many things, one of them being not releasing their viewing numbers. So you offer any aspect of the story that has to do with data with a grain of salt. However, about a month ago, you started becoming aware of a show on Netflix that seemed to have entered the zeitgeist with tremendous force. That show was Squid Games. What caught your attention about this new show is that the narrative seemed to suggest that not only was the Korean drama a hit, it was a global hit. It wasn't just the number one Netflix show in America. It was the number one show all over the world. For at least a month, this was the show that everyone was watching. And that global level of engagement, that's really intriguing to you as you are interested in the universality variable of any story. And so you watched Squid Games and you loved it. Well, love is not the right thing to say here. After all, Squid Games is an incredibly cynical and violent show, but it touched a specific nerve with you and you imagine with many other people as well. The premise of the show is that a group of severely in debt individuals agreed to take part in a series of games, childhood games like Red Light, Green Light. The prize they are promised if they win is enough money to make their debt problems disappear. However, what becomes apparent as soon as the first game begins is that if they lose a game, or if they lose in a game, they aren't just eliminated, they are horribly killed, gunned down as it were. Now the survivors of that first game are given the option to vote to end the games completely. And they do. But then, almost all of them choose to come back. What we see pretty quickly in the second episode is that the danger they find themselves in, living so severely in debt, is actually less dangerous and with less hope than the games and what the games offer. And so we watch the returning characters accept their fate and try to win. The production design of the games is over-the-top fun, reminiscent of a schoolyard or playground or flashy game show or carnival. And the dread and terror juxtaposed with bright colors and shapes of the world they all exist in is sort of stunning to witness. And clearly, Squid Games is a story of capitalism and is most heartless, where the poor are dehumanized and murdered for the entertainment of the wealthy. There is also a parallel story at play at Squid Games where 
All the workers, soldiers, and managers who walk around in magenta jumpsuits with their faces obscured by black masks and symbols that announce their rank, well, they all are also required to perform horrible acts, like waiting and then shooting the losers, incinerating their bodies in large furnaces. It feels like horrible, exploited labor, yet... Surely, it's preferable to being one of the Squid Game contestants. You suppose that in this economy and in this show, the important thing is simply having a job. There's apparently going to be a second season, which makes sense, considering it is such a global hit. You hope that the second season explores why one winner of the games reacted to their winnings in one way, and another previous winner that is introduced went on a very different journey. Also, there was an essay about Squid Games in the New York Times this past week where the author admitted how disturbed he was that the show is such a hit, that he couldn't believe that we are in a such a hopeless place as a society that so many people would run and champion such a story as Squid Games. Reading his response was shocking. So shocking. So ignorant. But it all came full circle in explaining why Squid Games is such a hit. Tomorrow is the 26th, where you continue to harness your wisdom on memory in general, how it works. In other words, what's the coolest thing about the brain? Thank you for witnessing my 42nd year. Bye now.